The following episode of the Comics and Crypto podcast is for informational purposes only, and anything expressed by the hosts or their guests is solely their opinion. This podcast does not constitute financial advice, and anyone wishing to invest should seek their own independent financial or professional help. Have fun and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Sean O'Hare, and I know comics. Hi, I'm Spencer Vogel, and I know crypto. Hi, I'm Kevin Lee Loader, and I don't know shit. This is the Comics and Crypto Podcast. Comics and Crypto, Crypto and Comics, Collectors World in a Digital Age. Comics and Crypto, Crypto and Comics is where the next billionaires will be rich. Comics and Crypto. What is up, baby fam? Thanks so much for joining today. Very excited about today's episode. We are joined by two amazing guests. Kelly McClay, dear consignment manager from Hakes Auctions. What's up, Kelly? Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. How's it going? And of course, up on crypto. What's up, hey, everybody? <laughs> yeah. And today we're going to be talking about the top 10 items that are currently in auction. Starting number 10 is, is, a, is a piece that speaks to my art. Tales of Suspense 39, SCGC 4.5. This is the first appearance of Iron Man. This is a, a 100% a grill comic. So for this current grade, the one-year average for 4.5 is $15,665. The most recent public sale was back in July of 2022, and it sold for $14,991 on, actually, on Hakes. Yeah, yeah, we had one recently, and uh, our estimate's 10, 10 to 20000 we think. I think it's going to land right in there. It's a... It's a copy to have. I think uh, we had this on display at New York Comic Con recently. It will be at Baltimore Comic Con this weekend. I miss you guys. You guys were my con buddies, but uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be at Baltimore this weekend. Unless you guys want to come out, um, we can uh-huh. maybe give you a place to maybe give you a place to stay. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we had this one on display there. It's it's a it'll look great in your shelf. Yeah, thank you for that that invitation. <laughs> I wish it was an Halloween weekend. I hope you up to it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a fun con. Yeah, it's gonna be like a double, um, double cosplay for multiple reasons. That's right. Yeah. So what's really fun about this comic, and a lot of people probably uh, in the community are familiar, if it hasn't dropped on VV yet. But this, in my opinion, is a top ten comic all time on Marvel. All time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the biggest grails in history and actually in its highest grade there's only one 9.8 grade on the cgc census and it's never sold it's truly a one of one never been sold and i personally estimate that this comic would sell for over two million dollars if it ever hit auction and this is during a bear market so it's great yeah very yeah great. where where is that copy i'd like to have it i want it in my auction you know let's let's get it out of the woodwork yeah. yeah, let's raise that ceiling. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this is one of many, many comics that we have. We're going to talk about today and then uh, future podcasts. It's an auction loaded of comics. Covenant number nine, Return of the Jedi, Princess Leia, Stormtrooper card. This is something I'm actually not really familiar with, so I'm excited to hear your guys' thoughts on. So this was a showstopper. Speaking of New York Comic Con, uh, and anywhere, this figure, this elusive, yet... A sort of uh, just very famous miscard. So what happened here was um, Leia has a pink poncho, as you can see, uh, and she's on the wrong card. She's on the Imperial Snowtrooper card. It's uh, it's just it's it was a test piece. They were working out 
the fabric or the color or you they were in the in the middle of the pre-production stage they put her on on the card to test it out whichever part of the process this was to see how it would go in the card before they even figured out the coloring of her poncho which eventually became camo we all know that from the production piece but being being the pink poncho leia even if you find a loose one which they're all prototypes they're considered a grail of someone's collection but when you find one that's carded and this was actually found you can see there's a price sticker on it so this made it from someone's desk at kenner all the way back to inventory and then back and then out to a store into someone's hands it purchased it and now you know through the years it was never lost or destroyed there may be two or three other examples known carded period uh another one does have the same price sticker on it so i think a handful may have gone to this one store and now it's 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 up for auction it's just it was uh i think jason will tell you how many people at, at new york comic-con stopped just to stare at that and say what is like they actually stop in their tracks. They look across the showcase and they see that they even stop. And this is there's something special and different about this piece. The extensive, you know, nearly 300 lot Star Wars section we have. This is one of my favorite favorite pieces that we have. There's ongoing reports and stories on on the internet of of, of how elusive it is. So it's it's a great piece. There were a lot of Star Wars collectors and experts that stopped by, and they were like. What is going on with that one? Yeah. And it was so cool to see. Um, and a lot of folks were uh, very interested in in bidding on that one. We've had other missed cards at that auction. We've never had this one. And I've never seen one of these ever go, go to auction. Has there ever been a previous sale of this? No. Not publicly. I, I can't think of any, any of them privately because they're, they're so rare that any that exist have just moved hands privately. Oh my gosh! There's no public sale. No, no <laughs> metrics. Nothing you can compare it to. Um, I'm a minute. right now. <laughs> I know, so oh, it's, oh, it's wow. up to now. I like to live to too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The auction went live today, uh, or it went live, um, you know, on uh, Tuesday the 25th, and uh, there's bids that are coming in. That's incredible, and we're seeing an estimate of twenty to thirty-five thousand for the yes. <clears throat> Yeah, I we'll we'll see where this one ends up. On, on one of the kind pieces, it is difficult to give an estimate. Uh, we we do. I mean, I have people that I reach out to and and discuss this with just to see where the market might be. But this is a coveted piece. Uh, yeah, as we've seen. So coming at number eight, a Halo Special Edition BGA eighty five green console. So Jason, what's uh, what what are your thoughts on this one? Xbox generally has lagged a little bit in um, in overall collectability, with the exception of their high IP items. And a lot of their high IP items have gone through the roof lately. The Xbox wasn't, yes, it's factory sealed, but there's no protection on that. So it's literally just the box and the elements. Right. And it's fed, it's sealed. Never used to be, have something graded by BGA. It has to be a sealed example. All of the Halo stuff is just incredible incredibly coveted it's really tough to get consoles in in this kind of a condition and then also it's a super high ip if you look at all of the um the halo items across the board even the halo figures are um are now now starting to go um you know to, to really be priced nicely i think this one can definitely go all of the estimate and you get a couple halo folks that that want to add this piece to their collection i think it'll do really well when you think xbox you think halo do you remember what's or know the value of uh, 
with a decent grade, you know, first uh, first release game is these days. The highest grades uh, exceeded a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and and there are there are more copies of that than there are of this console. I would I would imagine, and especially graded examples. You know, VGA uh, does a great job grading and casing these consoles, uh, even with their their massive size and weight. Um, it presents really well in that case with the, with their label. The value of this is ten to twenty thousand. Wow. We're very excited to see how this one turns out. Number seven, an original Nintendo NES Contra. Wow, that's awesome. So Contra is, if you're from the NES, Nintendo, original Nintendo era, Contra is one of the the high IP, incredibly nostalgic video games. Anybody who played video games during that time frame, all you have to do is say up, up to them, and they will rattle off the rest of the Konami code. Contra made that popular. And actually, you can use that same code with with many of Konami's games to to get some kind of uh, bonuses, etc. Generally speaking, bonus lives or health or something like that. From a collectible standpoint, it is definitely a must-have. If you're an NES collector, it's a must-have. This one is in amazing condition, can be a grail in your collection if you're able to uh, to. In condition, I mean, I'm sure Sean, you you've done a lot with uh, buying comics. I mean, you condition after a while, your eyes can't not see it. Uh, yeah. Once once you're once you get into the sense of of seeing condition, you can't turn that off. Yeah. It's funny you say that because every time I go into a comic shop and I'll buy some modern comics or stuff on the stands, I will check everything about that comic to make sure it's as close to a nine eight as possible. Whether or not, even if I know I'm just going to enjoy it and just read it. You know, like this copy of Sean, disconnect, disconnect. You can enjoy and read this one. Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah, no. no. So, that's your point, 100%. 100%. Yeah. An 85 Contra uh, from 88 is a very high grade. So, the estimate is, we said, is, was 20 to 35,000 on that? Is that right? Yeah. That's right. That, it, it, should, it should definitely land in there, for sure. So, coming at number six, the Nokia Cartier Bracelet. This is such a spectacular, special Disney collectible. In 1940, Pinocchio came out and Cartier made these very limited, very exclusive. And it was very different at the time for a jewelry company as prestigious as Cartier to make something for Disney or Pinocchio. But they went out on a limb and they did this. And with that, have created just beautiful 14 karat gold enameled charm rings just really gorgeous piece uh these these have gone for auction you know 40 60 thousand dollars in the past that's incredible and it looks like this exact sample was yep. sold back in 2020 through christie's auction for forty two thousand five hundred dollars yeah the estimate this one is is uh is 35 to fifty thousand dollars a great section of gold silver platinum and palladium disney coins all graded by uh, ngc and other companies in this auction as well including a very limited very rare one of 28 gold kilo steamboat willie and uh go to our website hicks.com check that piece out that's um another great steamboat willie that's us yeah (laughs) yeah steamboat willie uh it i mean limited to 28 and uh if you can tell me why uh say it in the comments why it's limited to 28 yeah i know why you know what oh (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, 
We'll let them. Is that all right? Maybe we'll let, we'll let them. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You got that number? Yeah, this Cartier bracelet is is very special. We, we we've been selling Disney for a very long time. I mean, since uh, the nineteen seventies, we've been selling Disney items, and this is the first time we've ever been able to offer one of these. So it's a very special piece. Coming at number five, Transformers Series One Optimus Prime AFA grade eighty year mate. Optimus Prime is, I think, the coolest. I played with this toy as a kid. Uh, I don't know if you guys did. If you had Transformers, if you had Megatron, which you also have in the auction, if you had Starscream, if you had Optimus Prime, this is the first sealed inbox. We're talking about sealed examples. I mean, these were expensive in the day to buy. All Transformers were very expensive to buy. For them, compared to other action figures or other toys of their era, they do not come up sealed, especially in a sealed in AFA 80 with a ten to $20,000 estimate. I, I think this will land right in there. Look at how popular Transformers are now. Having a G1 in your collection, OG of Transformers too. Yeah, Dr. Miss Prime. I just watched Universal Studios and uh, I rode the Transformers ride. Jason, man, yeah, AR is going to be an incredible ride for Transformers. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait. It's going to be super fun to see what they can develop with Transformers. And just so you know, Kelly, if you want to get the FA Transformers on the blockchain, that was from Wax, and they did a Funko physical digital counterpart. So you can get a physical Funko and the NFT, which actually looks absolutely amazing. I personally am not actually a huge Transformers fan, but I was blown away, and I actually bought a couple because of that reason. But very excited for this collectible. It's currently on auction, so put your bids in now. Coming in at number four. Yoda talking prototype, AFA 80. Star Wars prototypes, you think Rocket Firing Boba Fett. You think this Yoda talking prototype. You think other first shots. Um, you get, I mean, the other quintessential piece we have, the Pink Poncho Leia. The Yoda talking prototype, there are few know they were going to make a talking doll. So they, through all the stages of production, there are other examples out there that have the actual talking mechanism. This one does not, but it is one of the more more complete examples known. Its its estimate is fifty to seventy-five thousand for how impressive this piece looks, especially now that it's AFA graded. They did an amazing job with the rails and in, in in this case, it's close to life size. It's noted on the bottom by the actual person who made it, which I think is even cooler. Look at all the photos we have on our, our website. This is this is one not, not to be missed. When we talk about rare pieces and why grading, this is a really, really good example of why getting this slapped and graded. These one-of-one one ultra-rare pieces um, that come up, you want them to be authenticated. You want them to be preserved. You want them to be protected. I know there's a large portion of the community that, you know, says, hey, you should play with your toys or you should play with your, you know, video games and 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 all that good stuff. But at the same time, there is a historical, pers- you know, perspective out there. And some of these pieces you want to preserve and you want to preserve them and you want to display them and you want to have them authenticated. And and that's one of the, the things that I love about these grading companies that are grading comics and cards and coins and video games and toys. Um, it, it allows for the preservation of these items, the authentication of these items, and it allows you to dis- display them. I mean, they become, you know, some of these items are, you know, they look like museum pieces, so they're really cool. It's, uh, it's one of the more complete examples to ever come up. It looks like a museum piece. And it actually is the museum piece. 
because oh, yeah. it's one of one. Yes. That's the beautiful thing about this particular item. It actually really truly is a museum and it belongs in a museum. So sorry, Indiana Jones, it's going to go to the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, it will. Absolutely. <laughs> Coming in number three, speaking of my heart, Journey into Mystery 83, DGC 5.5, the first appearance of the word. This comic is a grail. So this comic actually hasn't dropped yet on Vivi, and people are, are asking about it. We usually, what's been interesting on, on the BD platform, they've been dropping comic books that are connected to a lot of the shows or some of the characters that are being reoccurring in the MCU. So we thought we were going to see this comic drop with Thor Love and Thunder, but we didn't actually see it drop. So fingers crossed it comes in the near near future, but this comic is an absolute grail. So the one year average for a 5.5 grade is $21,990. And the most recent sale went for $20,400 on eBay. And that was in May of 2022. And its highest grade, there's only one 9.6. Only one 9.6, there's no 9.8s. And again, this is this is a comic that would sell probably 2 million plus in its highest grade. Yes, I think so. This is true. That, that 9.6 has never sold, you're saying? Never sold. Never sold. Publicly. Yeah, yeah, that is... Uh... It's it's in the collection. It, it whenever that that does come out, that's going to be epic. And the estimate of ten to twenty thousand is very conservative. So so make sure to get your bids in for this one because this is going to end in three weeks. And man, whoever gets this one, congratulations! Coming in at number two, Nintendo Smash Brothers, the FA of Smash Brothers on Nintendo sixty four. So cool. VGA eighty five. Go, Jason. So Nintendo revolutionized the video game industry. Nintendo 64 was, you know, took the next step. It's arguably one of the t- biggest IPs on the planet. This one has actually done extremely well at auction in the past. I think whoever does get this one at this time is going to be getting a really good deal based on, you know, just macroeconomics and, you know, kind of where pricing is currently long term. It's an excellent piece to have. Absolutely. One of the most important things that we also talk about for investing into something specific, you got to look at popularity and relevancy. Those are so important. And there's no character probably more popular or relevant than Mario. He is the foundation of, of Nintendo. He has his own movie coming out in the next 6 to 12 months. And they're also building an entire area dedicated to Nintendo and Mario Universal Studios. So we know this character is here for a long time. This is one of the true OGs of the classic games. And man, he really can't do much better. I mean, this is this Super Smash Brothers. One of the most significant games ever released by Nintendo, and they're still releasing new versions today. Estimate on this one: thirty-five to fifty thousand dollars. Whoo! <laughs> this is a VGA eighty-five. I mean, again, back with the VGA eighty-five. That is a serious near mid plus grade. That is not easy to come by. If I could just go back in time and tell younger Sean not to open this game. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man! I actually remember going to Costco and. Uh, Nintendo 64 uh, Zelda and I had purchased a few of them thinking and this is honest to goodness exactly what I thought my thoughts were I wonder if anybody will ever collect these in the future and Costco super clearance they were only like $24.99 and that's actually to be honest with you how I receive most of my video game collection so so Jason is the guy that you saying that you wish you were Sean is that right is he was, <laughs> he was doing this and you wish you were that Person. Number one, this is the 
if you get the, the auction catalog or you want the auction catalog, or you see any of our promotion, you're going to see this guy on the front cover. This is the double telescoping Ben Kenobi action figure on the 12A card. Now, he only came with a 12A card. 12A means first release of the 12-back Star Wars card. And this was the first release of this particular figure with the double telescoping saber. Saber comes out twice, uh, hence double telescoping. If you love Star Wars toys, I love Star Wars toys, you know what a double telescoping figure is. You know what a double telescoping Ben, Vader, Luke, you know that that is a, a grail of an item. When, when it comes to production figures, this is got to be one of the rarest, if not the rarest, and most coveted. There are only 12 examples greeted by AFA. This is just one of those 12. We've only sold two other examples on the card in the past of Ben. To put that into retrospect or comparison to, say, the rocket firing Boba Fett prototype, we've sold eight different rocket firing Boba Fett, and we hold the world record price for that. We've only sold two double telescoping Ben. I could not say more about this figure, how important it is. It's an AFA 75. It's unpunched. It's beautiful on the on the card. Again, another showstopper at, at New York Comic Con. I think I even saw you looking at it, thinking it might fit well on yourself, Sean, or is it was not that even <laughs> yourself? Or... I even had a little BB NFT lightsaber in AR. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Taking our museum again. Oh yeah, museum like it 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 belongs at the center of any major, and I would I would even say Star Wars collection. Any major collection, if you are a collector and you want to have the best the best pieces of any pop culture or collecting category, this is it. This has got to be in your collection because I mean we've only sold two in all the years you've been selling Star Wars. That this is only the third example that one may not come up for for many for 10, 15 years or or longer. With so few that are out there, very few things are as rare. And as far as value, we have an estimate of one hundred to two hundred thousand dollars on this. We'll definitely get get within that estimate. And some some of you guys are trying to tell me it's going to be more, and it it, it very very well could. That's incredible. Well, make sure to stop by Hake's Auctions to check out these auctions going on right now. They're all yep. they're all currently on the market, and it ends November sixteenth. It ends November sixteenth at hakes.com, h a k e s dot com. And make sure to follow Hakes Auctions on Twitter and about crypto. I'll make sure to include the links down below in the details. And thanks for stopping by, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. 